are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pelicans fans, Pelicans fans, what's going on? Uh, this is this is Chris Connor here. Um, I am more than sure people are going to be surprised by, <laughs> by this here. If you're used to listening to Jake Madison... <laughs> He's not coming today. He's been hijacked. We, uh, well, I have thrown him, locked him in the closet. I don't know when he's going to come in back or when he's going to come back, but he was nice enough to let me guest host. And um, I promised him I would leave this in one place or in a safe place. Uh, so um, welcome to another episode here of Locked on Pelicans. Uh, if you uh, aren't familiar with me. I am uh, somewhat of a, I still kind of write and stuff with the bird rights, but lately I've been uh, hosting Pelicans Twitter spaces for like the past few months or so. Um, so for everyone that's uh, looking for things to do after the game, sometimes during the week, you know, we've had, we've had a bunch of different interesting guests, uh, people from, from the organization, outside of the organization, fans. Some days are crazier than others, but we have a good time. So without further ado, uh, I actually have one of those special guests. You guys know him as AD, Antonio Daniels. Uh, we have called him a lot of names surrounding turtlenecks and um, a bunch of other, a bunch of other <laughs> wonderful, wonderful flattering names. But uh, we have Antonio Daniels, who's also part of the Locked On Network, man. 14-year year veteran, uh, part of the Pelicans broadcast team next to Joe Myers, and just a wonderful brand ambassador for the, for the franchise in total since he arrived. AD, what's happening, man? How you doing? I am awesome, Chris, man. Blessed to be on with you, man. Thanks for having me. As always, this is this is this is kind of cool, man. It's a little, it's a little, uh, a little takeover, huh? I can dig it. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little different, man. Some of this stuff has been happening, been happening so fast, man. But uh, you know, I, I I definitely want to take advantage of this, and I'm glad I'm glad you hit me up. It took longer than I than I wanted it to. This was supposed to be on video, but um, I had. I had technology issues that I just could not figure out. AD was patient enough to work with me here. But, um, yeah, man, as always, shout out to Jake Madison for uh, letting me do this. And, um, you know, we're going to get this going. So uh, the first thing here, you know, we want to – I want to really talk about is, you know, the Pelicans, uh, their their matchup yesterday against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we're going to go into a little brief recap on that. And we're going to also talk about the uh, – what – the Pelicans have put together called a sports media chalk talk, which uh, Joe Myers and, and AD will both be a part of. We'll kind of go, you know, a little bit into um, the surroundings of that. And, you know, he can tell you what, you know, what he knows. I'll tell you what I know. But that's next Friday. And it, it would definitely be a really good event, I think, for fans and media personalities to be, you know, to be a part of. But talk about that. And then we have a mailbag, which I'm really, really excited about. But you would be, you would be yeah. excited. <laughs> you would be excited about the mailbag. Forgive me for not sharing your optimism. <laughs> I promise you, I AD, I'm gonna take it easy on you. I know how that works. I'm gonna take it easy on you. I'm not. I'm not even gonna put you in the box. You think I'm gonna put you in? I'm a man. You. You have no idea what's coming. All right. So oh, look, no, I'm AD. Good. I'm good. You can throw whatever you want to at me. I'm good. I know how to deflect <laughs> questions or simply say I am not comfortable answering that. I'm you, you do. Not a problem. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> hey, okay, but but anyway, um, yo, man, so yo, let's talk about the Phoenix game yesterday. Uh, you know, Pelicans played 
Um, hey man, the best team in basketball, right? Uh, even even without Chris Paul, you know they just a, they just look like a well oiled machine right now. Um, Pelicans didn't didn't help themselves completely, right? A bunch of different turnovers, different parts in the game where it looked like that they they were right there. They got off to a really good start in the first quarter, you know. But Phoenix is you know they did what they've been doing to a lot of teams, uh, and that's staying the course and then eventually making their run uh, throughout parts of the game or throughout parts of the game. And Devin Booker, you know, does what superstars supposed to do. Um, any, I mean, I guess from from that game, I know you talked a lot about it on the on the broadcast, but um, you know, you know, what are your overall thoughts? Or you know, what do you what do you take from a game like that? You know, CJ's game first back, first game back, no bi, so on and so forth. Well, well, here's my thing, Chris, and I said this before the game yesterday. Before every game, I I put out a um, basically a key to the game. My my key to the game yesterday was pills versus turnovers. If you go back to the last time these two teams played, um, right, first game out of All-Star break, I believe it was February 25th, Pels turned the ball over 11 times. Okay? I played right. for Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan used to tell me all the time, if you turn the basketball over collectively as a team 12 times or less, you're going to put yourself in a position to win a lot of basketball games. In that game, back in February, where they beat Phoenix in Phoenix, they turned the ball over a total of 11 times. So yesterday – my key stat before the game was Pels versus turnovers. Why? Because when you're playing really good teams, you can't beat yourself. You can't. You may be able to get away with it against Houston or, you know, Orlando or some of these other teams. When you're playing a team that's as experienced and battle-tested as the Phoenix Suns, that team went all the way to the NBA Finals last year. You cannot turn the basketball over because they will make you pay for it. So now if you go back and look at the stats from yesterday, the amount of turnovers, 17. But that's not what the, this the only important piece, the fact that Phoenix turned those 17 points, 17 turnovers, excuse me, into 33 points. For me, that's the game. When you're playing against a really, really good team, especially when you're without 25 points, five, six assists, five, six rebounds, your room for error is so small. I said yesterday on the broadcast, you need to approach this Phoenix game with a playoff mentality. And what I meant by that is you, you can't become bored with hitting singles. And that's what Phoenix will do. They'll hit singles and singles and singles and singles. Next thing you know, they're up 15, 20 points. And teams want to hit home runs against them. They're swinging for the fence against Phoenix. And when you do that, they make you pay for it. So what I would love the Pels to do moving forward, especially when you're trying to make this play-in push, is just be okay. Be content with being bored and making the correct play, no matter who you're playing against? Um, I mean, look, and I know that, you know, after after the game, I mean, I mean, to be honest, you know, I think most of us fans and people, you know, media personnel, you know, I mean, we, you know, we talked it up to, you know, a young team playing against a seasoned team that um, has, you know, they've been, you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't feel like Phoenix has been has been good for or this good for a very long time. But I mean, mm-hmm. they surely play like it and they're adding, you know, they, they've done a good job of adding the right pieces that fit around each other, the right yeah. veteran role players, so on and so forth um, that you know, know their job very well. And it just seems like, um, you know, yesterday was a, you know, kind of example of how far like, even even through the, you know, you know, the winning streak the Pelicans had and overall, like. You know, success just doesn't, you know, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look the way that Phoenix makes it look 
you know, just quickly, right? It, it takes more than a few weeks. It takes more than a month. It takes more injuries or not. Uh, this isn't just something that happens overnight. Um, but, man, I mean, Phoenix just look, well, just look really good, you know? But, but there's something to be said for lack of change. Yeah. There's something to be said for road definition. You know, Phoenix hit the ground running when training camp started. What, when you look at that Phoenix Suns roster, what big significant change did they make? Uh, I mean, none really. I mean, what, what right. you add, you add what, JaVale McGee? Yep. I mean, it was, all, it was all small. Yeah, there you go. Right. JaVale McGee, Landry Shamit, Bismack Miambo. There's yeah. seven or eight core players that made a run to the NBA Finals last year. They all returned. So as far as road definition, what's understood, what's asked of one another, that was known coming into training camp. Now go around and look at the league and look at other teams that have that same sort of camaraderie coming into training camp. You're going to be hard-pressed to find it. Teams may even, – even Milwaukee, who won the championship last year, they lost P.J. Tucker. Miami, yeah. who's first in the Eastern Conference, they added Kyle Lowry, added P.J. Tucker. So you're either adding someone or subtracting someone of significance. Phoenix didn't. They didn't. You know what I mean? And there's something to be said when you have a team where guys are willing to embrace their role. Because I've said forever, when guys are willing to embrace their role, that's when they'll excel in their role. So whether or not Cameron Payne is starting in place of Chris Paul or he's coming off the bench, he knows his role. Cam Johnson knows his role. Jay Crowder knows his role. Aiton, Booker, all these guys know their role. Mikael Bridges. And you have guys that have gotten better. So there's a reason right now that Phoenix Suns is, what, seven, eight games ahead of the entire NBA as far as best record is concerned? Yeah. Because of role definition and role understanding that started from day one of training camp. So speaking of, um, of, knowing, of knowing said role, yo, Jake, I, when you listen to this and you, and you edit this, I, I promise you, I knew from a time perspective what I was supposed to do, but look, just give me, you know, give me, give me a little bit of leeway here. This might go over the the, the time restraints we talked about. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's gonna be entertaining <laughs> and fun. Okay, I'm still learning. Okay, you know, give me, you know, cut me some slack, bro. Um, but no, but AD, I wanted to ask you before we go to this crazy mailbag. So next Friday, which uh, I one way or another will will be in attendance as well. Uh, we got a sports media chalk talk. I don't know what the hell a chalk talk is, but that's how it was phrased. Okay. Right. Now it's it's uh it's supposed to be um it's it's gonna be some networking, right? I was told about that media and fans from 130 to two. And then from two to three, two to three, we get the great Joe Myers and yourself, QA. Um, and my favorite, happy hour drinks during the event. This is going to be a great time. But, A.D., from what you know or from what you are looking forward to about the event, what can you share about it? Well, first and foremost, I'm looking forward to meeting some of the um, people that I basically know just through Twitter. That's it. But also, Chris, I'm also um, – everybody who is invited and who will be in attendance are Pels fans. And yeah. when me and Joe Meyer, when we, Joe Myers, when we sit down and we have the question and answer, the thing about me, man, I live in my truth, bro. You know what I mean? My mom always told me that, living your truth. 
and I don't pull punches. You know what I'm saying? I'm always cognizant of who I'm speaking to and the environment that I'm in, but there are some people that need to be called out, okay? There are some people that need to be called out. There are some people that have the biggest opinions about the organization with the least amount of knowledge as to what goes on. People need to be called out. You know what I mean? I don't know what questions and answers are going to come toward me and Joe. I have no idea. But I'm there. I'm there when the, the Pell's organization, when they asked me about it, I said, yep, you can sign me down to be first in line. I will be the first one. Any question that's asked, I'll answer. But I feel like this is a great opportunity to get some of this. Because the thing about Pell's Twitter, I see so many different, um, whether it's blogs or, um, I, I don't know, you know, kind of going back and forth at each other. And this is an opportunity to kind of get everybody in the same room and to hash some things out. Because if we all want the same thing for this organization and for this team, it doesn't mean we all have to have the same opinion. It doesn't. But I honestly do believe that there is a proper and professional way to go about it. Some people, I think, have lost sight. Well, this is going to be fun. I And look, I am going to be I'm going to find a way to be a professional while still taking advantage of this happy hour. I don't know how it's going to work, but I'm going to have a good time. What okay. is it with you in the happy hour, Pete? Man, it, sound, it sounds fun. It sounds fun, AD. It's going to be, uh, yo, it's going to be good. Because most of these people, you know, but you know what, though? I'm with you, though. I, through these spaces and through, um, through our conversations, I was, I was fortunate enough to meet you, you know, but, but being able to meet so many of these people and put, you know, actual faces to, you know, to right. accounts. Whether they're, you know, whether they are fans or whether they're, you know, involved in any kind of content creation or whether they're right or whatever, that is going to be cool. And, you know, hopefully, man, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we know we are left with, oh, I mean, I just know the energy from some people is going to be a little different in person than it is online. There's, there it is. There it is, Chris. <laughs> there it is. You, you just hit the nail on the head. And that's exactly what I want to get at. That's exactly what you just hit it. The energy is going to be different because right now we're not sitting behind Twitter fingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not sitting behind an avatar. You know what I mean? When you're in person and you have to look someone face to face, things change a little bit. And what I'm saying is that same energy that you have behind the avatar, have it face to face. Have it face to face with someone. That's how I do my job, bro. I thought that's my that's my approach to my job. I will never say something about a player, about an organization, about a governor, um, about another fan, or even somebody I'm with on Twitter that I'm not willing to say to them face to face. Because if I'm not willing to say it to them face to face, then I probably shouldn't say it. Ooh. All I can say, y'all, next Friday gonna be fun. Y'all pull up, buy y'all tickets. The links are all are all out there. We'll all be there. It's going to be a good time. Chris and AD are going to be back in just a second to continue their takeover of today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. So for the latest odds, contests, and player prompts, BetOnline.net is the number one sports for all your sports betting needs and info. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information and 
and live betting plus your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to go to betonline.net to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Now back to Chris and AD. Now, now for my favorite part of the show, I could not wait. I could not wait for this mailbag. AD, AD might think, he might think I'm going to be petty with some of these questions. I don't know. But I promise you, he's, he's going to be surprised. AD, are you ready? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of. Are you ready, I'm my kinda, brother? Kind of, kind of, kind of standoff. Yes, I guess so. I guess. <laughs> all right, I look, guess. all right. Here's, here's the first one. It's a softball question, actually. I know, I know what my answer is. I, I thought it was pretty cool. The question reads, if, hold on, let me, let me make sure I read the person's name right, because I, I liked a bunch of these to make sure that I uh, ended up saying it right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is this here? I'm going to find the name. But the question, the question was, oh, oh here, here we go. From my man, Aunt M at Petty Murphy 318. I love that name. And shout out to you, bro. It says, <laughs> AD, if you had to clone a player on the current team and make a starting lineup of just him and his clones, who would it be? Just because of the way that today's NBA is structured, it would be Brandon Ingram. Oh. It would be beyond. Like, like, think about the way that today's NBA is. It's positionless basketball, right? It's yeah. positionless basketball. So there is no one, two, three, four, five. You have a lead guard. You have a stretch four. You have a stretch five. You know what I mean? Today's yeah. NBA is about playmakers. It's about having guys that can score, but also guys that can make plays. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, if I had to clone one and I'm keeping that five, give me a guy that can shoot it, a guy that can handle it, a guy that can facilitate, and a guy that's long and willing to defend. So I would take B.I. My my selection, the first person that came to my head when I read this, whether it's crazy or not, was Herb Jones. Mm-hmm. I just, I I think, I think, a team full of Herb Jones, it's going to be a headache. It's it's going now. Now, not saying Bi, not not Bi is an all star. I just it's mm-hmm. something there, and about you know what we're seeing because there's so much of Herb. Like he's so he's so unassuming on the floor, right? And he's very respectful of his role and the people that are around him. But mm-hmm. when guys go out or when or when time matters. You've seen him driving throughout the, you know, throughout the year, improving, improving his aggressiveness there, the ball handling, the passing, the finishing, the shooting. I don't know, man. Um, you know, for me, came to mind. you know, for me, my issue with picking her is the fact that he's 60 games into his, into his yeah. career. And he doesn't have that respect yet from the officials. You know how many times throughout the course of a game, Chris, that I have to actually take my microphone and turn it up, like flip it up. So I don't, Herb Jones gets more rookie calls than I have seen in quite some time. Sometimes he is just in the right place at the right time. And because he's a, he's a rookie, he gets that whistle. So often, there's so often, Chris, I'm sitting at the table and I'll take my headphones off. So I don't say the wrong thing. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but Herb needs more reps to go along with the respect that he will soon receive from the officials for being the defender that he is. Your your mom always told you if you don't have anything nice to say, 
Take your headphones off. Anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on here, man. Jake, again, I apologize. You were right. You told me you, you told me the mailbag was gonna be tricky. But again, I'm learning. I'm a rookie, man. Okay, it's like, come on, man. Work with me, bro. All right. This is from my man Dev. Shout out to D. Dot Lewis. Shout out to uh the Bearded Brothers podcast. I rock with y'all, man. What this this one's for me. I got this one. What can be added to the arena experience? Halftime We need to get Chopper to create a song like he did for the Saints. Look, I'm gonna keep this as simple as possible. Okay. Camouflage bandanas don't cause anything. Okay. We've been asking for a soldier rag night for the longest. It would unite so many different people. You can tie you listen. You can tie you can tie in the military. There's so many different things. You automatically have a have a halftime performance with anybody from Cash Money. It would have to be juvenile for this particular situation. But God, please, a soldier night is needed. Just do it. It'd be great. Just do it. Just do it. Listen, I, I get this question a lot. What I would love, and I've actually had this discussion with different people. Um, going to a Pels game. Because it's New Orleans, should be an experience. It should be an experience. Yeah. Here, what happens throughout the course of the game? Whether the Pels win or loss, as a fan, when you leave, you should be like, man, that was awesome. What you would love to see is more of a um, embracing of the fiber of the community, the culture, the music, all of that. The fan experience. Like when you walk out of the Smoothie King Center, regardless of the score, you should walk out like, oh man, we won, but, or we lost, but that was so much fun. Yeah. I don't care what it is. You're right. If it's a soldier rat night, I've heard different people say, if it's a turtleneck night, if it's a, <laughs> if it's a show your sneakers off night, whatever it is that involves the fans that make them feel like a part of the organization and the organization is growing in that community and investing in that community. Come on, man. Come on, Chris. I'm with y'all you. Y'all heard him. Y'all heard him. I'm uh, with this you. one's for you. Shout out to Derek K. Cameron at Deep Cam 77. AD, what do you think Larry Nance's impact will be once he starts playing? What do you think he um, brings to the team day one? You know how much I've talked to Larry? I have talked to Larry Nance so much over the past week. And he is so excited to actually, I told him to be careful. And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm, He is so excited about the potential of this team. His words. Dude, you know how good we're going to be? His words. The thing that people don't understand Damn. about Nance is, one, the athlete that he is, two, the leader that he is, and three, how vocal he is. I can't wait to see what he – because the thing is, he'll be back this season. He'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back here soon. He may be back on this upcoming road trip. To see what he brings to the table, again, remember, this is not the traditional NBA we're talking about, where you have to go, you know, a five-man. You know, it has to be a traditional five. No. Larry Nance, what he gives you is shooting, athletic, athleticism, and versatility. You can play him at the five, you can play him at the four, depending on who's out there, and he can be a matchup nightmare for other teams. I am so excited to see what he brings to the table. But the thing I do know he's going to bring, I guarantee you, he will be the biggest voice in that locker room. Guarantee now, that. That From is interesting. Perspective and an experience perspective. 
that now now that that was a surprise to me, especially with how vocal and how outgoing and engaging CJ has been since you know since arriving. Um, and you look at the the leadership the you know the leadership uh, role that Bi has taken on. But we know, I mean, but well, from what my perspective is, we don't you know we know he's not a super vocal guy. But it's very if I had to bet between Larry and CJ who I thought would be more of a, you know, the voice of that locker room, I would have picked CJ. It's interesting that you say that. No, see, I think they go about it different ways. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. Larry no. will be more Dirk. He'll be more <laughs> I know Dirk. what you mean. You know what I mean? Then CJ McCollum will. CJ McCollum's going to say what needs to be said, but Larry's going to really say what needs to be said. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who's the leader of Golden State? Draymond. Right. But Draymond's a jerk, too, though. He's a yeah. jerk. That type of leadership is needed to bring out the best in his teammates. And I feel like every team needs that guy. Just like every team needs that glue guy on the floor, everybody needs that guy in the locker room that's willing to say what other guys maybe aren't comfortable saying. I've been – listen, we, <laughs> we have had many, many conversations online about these same sentiments even before you got here ad so these are this, mm -hmm. that's music to my ears we'll be right back with the chris and ad takeover of locked on pelicans but before that today's episode of locked on pelicans is brought to you by athletic greens ag1 this is a product i started using literally every single day and i started taking athletic greens because i wanted more energy an optimized immune system and i don't have the time for a complicated and overbearing series of supplements so ag1 makes it easy so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Basically, all of the things. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Screens uses the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. The one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it's trusted with over 7,000 five-star reviews for Athletic Greens. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into full uh, flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletics Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar, and it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I enjoy eating Built Bars. And you've got to give a try to the Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're light. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate like all of the Built Bars are. And all Built Bars, again, covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're good for you. So go to Built.com, scroll down to look at the macros chart. You're going to be blown away. 
high protein, low calorie, 130 calories, five grams sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to any other protein bar you might be eating. Built Bar is going to win, and it's going to taste even better. I love the mint brownie. I love the churro puff bar, the white chocolate raspberry cheesecake that I have, as well as the coconut brownie chunk. So to give Built Bars a try, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off over at Built.com. Now back to Chris and AD. All right, man, so I got a, I got a few minutes here. Lord, hold on. Man, guys, listen, I'm up at some point, even even if I got to take my own time out of, out of it, I'm going to get through a, a majority of these. But I from time from a time perspective, I can't. But I got these last two here. One of these was I really liked. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, bet the pills at bet the pills. How do you feel about fans going to home games wearing regular clothes? No pills gear, nothing. Just, a, just a green polo. Um, man, bet the pills. Sometimes you just fly, man. You know what I'm saying? You might be taking your, you know, you might be taking your significant other with you. You might really like this outfit. You might be going somewhere afterwards. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's it's hard. If you, to me, and AD might have a different perspective, but to me, as long as as long as your energy right. And you up there, yep. you know, you know, supporting the team, you know, and you telling the refs when you know, you know, when they wrong, and you're not being obnoxious or crazy. I don't care what you wear, you know, to be honest. But that's just me. I'm with you too. I, I'm right there with you. I, I've never, even when I played, um, I never really. The only time I really paid attention to what fans were wearing is if it wasn't our team. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you're if you're at home and you're playing the Lakers and you see Lakers jerseys, like, wait a minute. No, but if you're just going to a game, I mean, heck, everybody's circumstances are different. Sometimes people come straight from work. You know what I mean? Sometimes people are coming straight from somewhere else and, you know, heck, sometimes people don't have a lot of pale gear. Sometimes they don't. So I'm not tripping. I'm with you, Chris. If your energy's right and you're going about things the right way and we all want to see the same thing, which is this team on the floor compete and succeed, and listen. You can come to the game in some some jeans and a white beater for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We we gonna we gonna close it out with this last question, my man, my man Tahada, B Tahada. Um, I don't I don't have you. You asked me you asked me three questions here. I only have time for one because I'm very passionate about this. It says explain to your listeners your take on cheesecake. First of all, Ad, do you like cheesecake? Do I like cheesecake? Do you like cheesecake? I like important. the bottom. You like the bottom. Okay. So you don't like you don't like the filling. No. I hate cheesecake, AD, with a passion. Okay. I think it's a Fair. waste of a dessert. I think it's a waste of time. It's inconsistent. It's confusing. I don't like the sour, sweet thing. I'll eat the bottom of it as well. I like the cake. I don't like the cheese. I don't understand it. That's just my take. I just think there's a lot of other desserts that give you a level of consistency that are better and a lot easier to consume than cheesecake. I don't get it, but people act like they have higher taste palate consciences than me because, <laughs> you know, hey, come on, man, get off, get off your high horse. It's okay. I don't like cheesecake. I'm not like something you don't like. You know how you know how this you know how the culture works that we live in. Yeah. If if you like what I do, you cool. If you don't like what I, if you don't like it, then you're wrong. You know that's the way it works. I'm not, I'm hey, not the biggest. Somebody blocked me because I said I didn't like cheesecake. 
Yeah, but that's the thing is I won't. <laughs> then you know what? Then we probably don't need to be cool. If you're yeah. blocking me because I don't like cheesecake, then we probably don't need to be cool like that. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Yo. I'm not the big cheesecake guy. Like I'll never, I'll never at a restaurant after you finish eating be like, mmm. Let me see your dessert menu. Mmm, cheesecake. Let me order that. No. <laughs> Somebody else has it. I will eat the bottom part. I don't even know what that's called. It's I almost don't know like either. a like a granola sort of whatever on the bottom yeah. part. I'll eat that. Yeah. But like eating a whole cheesecake, not a chance. See, I knew this was a good guy. I knew it. I knew it from day one. Okay. I'm just just letting y'all know. So sorry. Now, 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 look, don't don't ask him about cheesecake now when you go up there and ask for a picture, okay? Don't do it now, okay? Just, oh, you, know. you can do it. Cool. We can, <laughs> we can rap about whatever. We can talk about cheesecake. Talk, <laughs> you know, my love for now laters, whatever. Okay, that, that's a different we'll, – we'll have to revisit that conversation at another, different, at another point in time. All right, guys, listen, that's, that's all the time that I have. Jake, once again, I'm sorry. This was an episode of Locked On, Locked On Pelicans. Brought to you by the Locked On Network. I forgot AD was a part of the Locked On Network until he until he hit me. Um, so that's you know that's cool. Oh, um, oh see, Love there it. we go. <laughs> Love uh, but but yeah, shout out to Jay again for letting me do this again. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing, but I felt like I did a good job and I put this together. Hopefully, you know, we do this again. Shout out to everybody that you know that continue to pull up to the spaces and shop. Y'all keep. Keep supporting Jake and everything that he's doing with his platform and his podcast. Really good guy. Really nice hair. You know, nice beard and all that. I, you know, listen, I can't, I can't duplicate the hair or the beard, but I did my best to bring you everything else I could. AD, it was a pleasure having you on, brother. My man, I, I always, you know, you know, you, you need me. I'm always here, brother. Keep doing your thing, man. Continue blessings and um, keep speaking to this Pels fan base, man. Trying my best. Until next time, we're out.